literally out of control. My boxing coach would talk to me about the whole fire analogy, and you've seen it on martial art movies, And but it's about fire. You know, fire can be the most destructive thing. It can burn down cities, it can destroy people. But on the flip side of that, fire is what's essential, man. It's how we cook our meals, it's how we stay warm. Point is, fire can be used in a positive or a negative, kind of like your anger, or your emotions, and your mindset. Hello, welcome back. This is James Cox with the Martial Arts Lifestyle in episode number 48. Today I'm going to talk with you about anger management. You know, within the martial arts, which also crosses over into life and everything we do and everywhere we go on the daily. How can we better control our emotions? And is anger management a good or bad? I think that it could be both, right? The whole yin and yang, the positive and the negative. So anger management could be your best ally or it could be your worst enemy. There's a saying that we have that anger is your enemy. So, you know, anger and getting out of control or getting in range, obviously, it's pretty simple to understand that those are negative and can have bad consequences. How many people are in trouble or how many people have regrets from just getting out of control and in anger and that impulse, you know, spur the moment where you do something or you say something out of anger and then there's a big regret uh, many people are, are locked up have ruined their lives ended their lives and other people's lives from just uh a, you know not having any control of their anger where it just gets extreme and excessive and literally out of control my boxing coach would talk to me about the whole fire analogy and you've seen it on martial art movies and boxing and you know that thing it was in a rocky scene there one time but it's about fire you know fire can be the most destructive thing it can burn down cities it can destroy people that everything it can kill people you know fire we don't touch it we don't play with it very harmful and deadly but on the flip side of that, fire is what's essential, man. It's how we cook our meals. It's how we stay warm. You know, we wouldn't survive without the heat of the fire and having that available to us as well, especially back in the day. You know, now we have a lot of other ways of heating and cooking. But the point is fire can be used in a positive or a negative, kind of like your anger, your emotions, and your mindset. So, so much of what we do in the martial arts schools is, is about the mindset. I often hear, and there's many ways you could think about it. I want to know what you think and how you feel about it. Let's say that a student is in class, kids are adult, and maybe you have uh, somebody coaching them, a friend, a parent, another instructor, and they're telling them on the sideline, I've seen this at tournaments, and they're like, uh, you know, get mad, get aggressive, get in there and kick his butt, blah, 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 right? You got to get angry so you'll do better. Eh, I don't really think that's the case, you know. No, you might have to get aggressive. We also say this, get aggressive so that you're pressing, that you're, you know, outworking them. You're doing more than the partner or the sparring or in the tournament competition or on the street fight. But don't be so angry where you're just reckless and then you're not thinking with a clear mind anymore. So that's important to stay in composure, to stay calm, to stay clearly thinking of, of what's going on. I think getting angry is not the first thing you should do before you compete in, in a combative sport. It might seem like you should, but you could be so angry that you're not in control of your skills, your motor skills are not the same, and you're not thinking clear about the technique. I see some very successful fighters that just look happy. You see it a lot in jujitsu because it's such a soft sensitivity art of touch and feel and, you know, 
they're very calm and relaxed, almost like asleep at times. And these guys don't look angry at all. But then out of nowhere, your arm is broken or you're asleep, right? Same with the skilled striker. You're just in control, maybe smiling, almost humming, da, da, da. And then boom, out of nowhere, your technique is there. You can have a better sense of awareness because awareness is everything. When You can open that view and really see everything. And I don't think you're able to do that when anger is overcoming all the other thoughts, right? So too much of anything can be bad. And um, anger definitely is not always the best thing. Now, could you use anger positively? It, it might be how you define anger. There's a lot of other synonyms that could go with it, I guess. But if you call it anger and you use that to help you get motivated, then it's a better type of anger that maybe encouraged you or motivated you. Maybe you got angry because you're tired of being unhealthy. Maybe you got angry because you're tired of being overweight. You're tired of this and you hit the gym and now you make a positive difference for your life and for others because you are fed up, you are rock bottom. So it might be anger that helps you get out of a bad situation and you can um, turn that around to do the right things. I remember when I first started martial arts, you know, it's funny how somebody can say something to you early on and how they can kind of mark something. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think my instructor or the students or the people that were there meant any harm. It was kind of just teasing, I guess, where they talked about how unflexible I was. So you can imagine a, a class of students and they dropped down to the splits and mine was like a, a quarter of what they were oh so I just I never stretched before martial arts and I didn't really have any flexibility I was stiff and rigid they called me R2D2 so that bothered me I don't know if I was angry but I used that because it motivated me and I went home and I stretched for hours every day every day and then I became extremely flexible and I'm glad that I did so maybe if it wasn't for that little bit of a negativity or push you know whatever that that left something in my head to gave me a reason a deeper why to see the improvement and had nothing but good benefits and results from that so I guess I'm kind of glad that I was teased a little bit about being so unflexible because it helped me become more flexible just this week I was teaching a class and these are advanced kids, uh, 8 to 12-year-old group, one of my favorite classes, man. These guys are solid. They know what they're doing, and we were sparring. So if you're trying to watch, you know, 20 people spar, that's 10 matches at the same time. You're really trying to be all over the place, engaged, giving the instruction, and doing what you should as a good martial arts instructor. And I noticed somebody crying, so I go to kind of figure out what happened. You know, did he run into a kick? He got hit too hard, whatever. And I'm calming him down. Then I notice over there someone else. Before I knew it, there was like three or four people. And this is not common. So it was time for a mat chat. It was time for a life lesson. Everybody stop, break, and let's have a seat and talk. We need to understand to be in better control of our emotions. Sparring is a physical thing. It's a contract where you're going to get hit at times. And there's always, with a contact sport, with a physical activity, a chance of injury. But, you know, are you hurt or you just think you're hurt? Or was it your feelings that were hurt? You know, maybe you got hit a little too hard in the face. But was it really a reason to cry? Was it really a reason to get so distracted and out of control and now you're you know you're red faced or you have tears flowing and you're just still fighting but you're fighting in rage and automatically you got sloppier i guarantee a calm fighter is going to have a straighter more technical punch a calm fighter is going to have a much more skillful correctly delivered kick that looks like a martial artist versus a street fighter type that's just swinging for the fences so it's like the more 
out of control you are, the higher your anger and emotions are, the wider and wild and more slappy sloppy your techniques become. That's true. I see that all the time. So I had to talk with all the kids about, you know, let's do some things and understand some things here to control our emotions and how that's the advantage. That's what's going to make you a better martial artist, a better person, a better fighter. You can't let these little things bother you. No, there's a time and place, man. You're really hurt. Then we stop. We time out. We take a break. We tend to the injury. We calm down. I mean, what do we need to do to fix the problem? But if it's just frustration, see, people get angry with their self. You know, I had a kid tell me, well, I just can't hit him. You know, he's hitting me. Well, you know, he's a little taller. He's older. He's more advanced. He's been here longer. Let's figure some strategies. Maybe we should instead try to kick the leg. Maybe we should move at the angle, get out or get in. There's some solutions to these problems. But getting so frustrated at yourself is just, you know, getting mad, and that's not going to really help you. Sparring is a tough one because you got it's about relationships and chemistry and partnerships being a good partner you know you don't want to spar someone too often that's that's the bully and taking advantage of you just because they can we're here to help each other so in our sparring i know i I refer to our three h's a lot we want to hit each other to help each other but not hurt each other so there's things that that um, can get out of control very very quickly we use the term mad a lot when i'm teaching physical technique and always use it with a little trick to throw in a life lesson, you know, all right, guys, let's get mad. So we're going to work on the most important thing, MAD. And they're all looking at me weird, right? And I was like, uh, it stands for move, attack, defend. So it's just an acronym, MAD, move, attack, defend. And then we'll go into, but it's not anger. Anger is your enemy. You got to control your emotions. You got to be calm, composed, not let things bother you so much. Almost have that calm attitude of no worries. Hakuna Matata, right? So you just kind of clear your mind and smile through it. And you'll definitely do much better in the martial arts and you'll do much better in life. Winning and losing. Oh, man. Sometimes tournament competitions, even when we're promoting our events, you have, you have the good with the bad. And um, to announce a winner and to announce a loser. Uh, I mean, does you want to call it that? Well, I mean, if you're given first, second, and third place and there's four people in there, that fourth one didn't win. They didn't medal. They didn't place. You could give everyone medals. That's too common, I think, and that creates a whole other type of entitlement and uh, expectation of everything's easy and you're always going to win, and that's not the case. So what do we do? We replace that word losing with learning, but you see people that don't win and they just get mad. Maybe they don't know how to lose. Learning how to lose is an important thing, just like learning how to win, to be proud of yourself there in both ways. I mean, that's along with anger management because I see it a lot. Many, many times I've had to pull people to the side, adults as well, kids and adults, and calm them down and figure out what really happened and why they felt they lost. Oh, man, there'll be a list of excuses at times. I was cheated. He did this, you know, instead of just, I just didn't win this time. And if it's either because you're in the mercy of a judge, a referee, well, you know, for whatever reason, they felt you didn't win. So maybe you should have done more to prove it or not leave it to the judges when those rules apply and uh, deal with it. Just deal with it. It's okay to not always win, not just jump to getting angry at losing, right? Um, Things that you could always do. What's the most common things that we hear all the time from kids on? Count to 10. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, stop and breathe. 
learn some breath work. There's so many ways out there where you can learn how to properly breathe in and hold, breathe out and hold, and just change your mindset, your emotions, your mentality with proper breathing. So breath work can go a long ways. Um, get some distance from whatever the situation is when you're angry or mad or if there's something that's escalating and it's only going to escalate more, then don't add fuel to the fire. So how about we take a break? Take a break, get some distance, clear, um, breathe through it, you know, or switch to something else. Just redirect it. You know, someone throws a punch at us, we want to block it and redirect it. So you can learn how to redirect a, a situation that might make you angry, even if it's a, a shift change to something that's positive. You know, go listen to some good music, watch something funny, talk to someone else. You might need to vent, you might need to get it out, but being angry is, is not always the best thing, unless you think of it as a positive motivation. You know, I would always, back in the day, I would go to the gym and hit punching bags. But you gotta think about that too. Uh, do it constructively, you know, not destructively. You, you sometimes hurt yourself. Like, man, why did you hurt your wrist? Well, I was mad and I was hitting the punching bag. See, there's a great example. Hitting the punching bag when you're calm and composed, you're probably more likely to be thinking about technique. How's the rotation of your fist and your hip? And did you take time to put hand wraps on to protect yourself? Or you were just angry and not thinking about anything? You hit the bag wrong and you hurt yourself. Many times when people get hurt, it's not always because of the person hurting them. It's their fault for either running into a technique, uh, you know, maybe not having the, the proper protection on, things like that and it could be from not using their mind and you know uh, not being in control or just thinking ahead right so having a plan would go a long ways there another thing that i would add with this whole anger management talk and controlling our emotions is we got to be pretty empathetic at times i've seen people get so upset at the the cashier at the restaurant or a drive-through or the waiter or waitress or in any service industry this person was just rude to them and, you know, they want to be rude back. And then, you know, look at any videos that you see floating around of all these fights and, you know, battles that break out in public places because people just didn't control their anger and um, you let it get to you too much. You know, so somebody's rude to you. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could try to have a conversation about it or you could just be a little more empathetic because maybe you don't know what they're going through. Why are they rude? Where did they just come from? I mean, they just hate their job that much, whatever it is. But I don't think you have to add to the situation by being, you know, like attracts like, by being angry back at someone that is angry. Is there really a solution in that? You could ask questions, I think. You could be a little more empathetic and kind. And sometimes you can switch their own mind because who knows what they're going through that, that makes that a challenge. So I see a lot of things that happens. Uh, sparring is the big one that comes in mind. Uh, competition is another big one. And then just dealing with life, situations, relationships, the daily, your, your, your job, your career. And uh, we want to be able to think about how we can do things. So as a martial artist, a non-martial artist, you guys, as an instructor, uh, put some time and thought on, on, on anger and what you can do to control it. Sometimes it's just a smile, man. You just kind of stop, pick your head up, your chest out. You know, I know Tony Robbins talked about whatever the situation, just stop and put the biggest smile on your face for 60 seconds. See if you can hold a big smile for 60 seconds and see what all it changes. I think that stuff works. At least it helps. So any little bit that we can help to aid to the situation, it's the little things that add up and make a big picture. 
I hope that helped you guys today with a little bit of understanding. Man, we are really active right now with our podcast. I've been able to interview people from all over, uh, different martial arts, masters, grandmasters, people that have uh, different approaches. We're also reaching out to top podcasts of martial arts and even outside of that. And we have some of these interviews already out, so you can go back and check out the first 47. And I'm excited about the next couple ones that we have coming up. So be sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well at James Cox Martial Arts. And follow these uh, podcasts. Thank you very much.